Well, hey there, it's Amber Dawn Goldmorn. Friday, the 30th of August, 2013, approximately 4.21 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I was just thinking about how, I guess it's kind of a dramatic thought, but I miss my 20s, even though I didn't like them very much. I wasn't very happy. Um, I miss them because I guess in your 20s, you can mess up all along, but you think, well, well, you don't, I don't know if you think it consciously, but now looking back, I guess I thought there'd be more time that I could fix it. By the time I was 30, by the time I was 35, I would, uh, I'd be all straightened out if I was going to, if I was going to keep going, if I was going to survive whatever was going on, it's okay. Cause I will be on track and fix everything have the kind of life I, I should have by the time I'm such and such an age. I'll have it together. And then you get into your 30s and you hit 35 and you realize, nope, um, then, uh, nope. <laughs> it just, uh, uh, no. I mean, of course, there's plenty of people they are called successful uh, or just normal people who had their plan in the 20s and they did it or maybe they were screwing up or had a hard time but they got on track they figured it out they've um they've gotten past stuff maybe they didn't even uh dwell on stuff in their 20s and they just did fine they just naturally progressed now i, I don't know i mean i'm in an era right now where not a lot of people have jobs or their degrees are meaning nothing, next to nothing, unless they're willing to um, really, really, really step outside the, their their initial plan. I mean, people are working in minimum wage jobs with several degrees or or they're leaving the country, you know, which is a and, and going elsewhere and doing what they can. Um, so even if you were on the right track, it can still not turn out the way you expected. And all the, uh, just like with celebrity stories, that's not the, uh, that's not the rule. That's not how it, you, you can't say, well, I'm going to grow up and be famous and guaranteed you'll be famous. Um, although some people, you know, you'll hear stories about people that did say that and they did it, but you can't just go out for what you want and necessarily you're not going to actually always get what you want. You don't get what you want. This post is about the great wisdom and truth. You can't always get what you want. I've, I've come to that realization at 35 years old. I'm kidding. I, I knew this a long time ago. In fact, I ingrained it too much into who I am that I've been a self-defeatist for a very long time. It's amazing I've accomplished or achieved or gone after anything with that kind of mindset and the low self-esteem I have. But I every now and then I break past that, but it's very rare. I, I knew you can't always get what you want a long, long time ago. But anyway, this, this nostalgic... Uh, feeling or it's not really not I don't know if it's nostalgia what happened is uh, here's a confession I've, I've got disordered eating I I'm clearly uh, if you look at me in real life I'm obviously um, 
overweight, obese, whatever you want to call it. And, um, I, I've, you know, I, my eating is, uh, not out of control, but it's clearly much more than my body is used to for various health reasons, but it's obviously more caloric intake than, than, uh, exertion. But anyway, um, I've had disordered eating all my life. Uh, not all of it, but since I, I was very young when I had anorexia, not because I want to be pretty, but it was a coping mechanism. And then I got past that and I went to the other side where I packed on layers. And then, um, uh, I got rid of the weight and off and on, you know, I had, I did have some more years of, uh, going hungry in my twenties, but I also had my highest weight in my twenties during, uh, severe depressions and stuff. It, it was very tough. But in your 20s, you know, that just comes back off and your body doesn't look the worse for wear for it. But now I'm 35 and the weight came on this extra weight that pushed me over, over the, over my limit. Um, this weight came on since I moved, just before I moved, there was a great deal of stress. And then after the move, a great deal of stress so since December, I've put on enough weight that I can't wear what I would want, that I physically cannot handle my appearance. And this is on top of already a terrible self-esteem and a bad self-image, a bad, terrible body image. Now it's like not only more terrible, but it's a, um, it's legitimate fear. And I am worried about my health. But anyway, this isn't supposed to be a cry for me post or to incite you to tell me a whole bunch of diet advice or anything. The point is that I, of course, am trying to turn this around to, to um, you know, I'm working with therapy and um, trying to get to the root of, not just the root, but I'm trying to face a lot you know, the struggle that I had with WSIB for six years or whatever, and various feelings and um, emotions and behavior patterns, because that's the stuff you really need to change and address and face. Well, I'm dealing with that, but I'm also trying to deal with the physical aspect, which maybe I'm reading some stuff I probably shouldn't. I should just work on the other, and then this will fall in line, but I don't have the patience for it. I want to and I'm scared. I want to do something about this now. Well, unfortunately, having been on the other end of the spectrum and having this eating, being eating disordered, um, uh, I, of course, wander back to some old haunts that I had in my 20s, which would be looking up eating disordered sites. Um, for anybody who has a teenage daughter or has uh, been through this themselves, they probably would be aware of the pro-ANA stuff online. ANA, ANA, short for anorexia, pro-ANA. Um, this was a big thing, and of course, the media eventually jumped on it when they figured out what their teens were up to. Just sharing, sharing thinspiration uh, tips and um, encouraging one another to have an eating disorder, to starve themselves, etc., to get skinny or whatever. It's really unhealthy and it unfortunately was rampant and I used to see a lot of it on Live Journal. Well, of course, Live Journal's next to dead for the most part. And there's still 
you know, people looking into this and they've migrated to, there's a new generation, you know, they're doing Tumblr and I checked that out today, you know, through tags, you can look it up for fasting or um, weight loss or eating disorder. You're going to be able to check up on what your kids are up to very easily if you go into Tumblr. Get yourself an account. Look at what your kids are up to when it's up to that sort of thing and and see where their head is at if you're not able to have a conversation with them because it's kind of important. It can mess them up for life, actually. But anyway, there, and then there's people who are naturally disordered that are going to seek that stuff out, you know. So anyway, or they might get the idea, but you can't just... I don't know. I mean, we're not going to get into the can you give somebody an eating disorder thing. We're just going to not touch that. But so I looked at this stuff and then I saw there's something. Oh, what's the site? Um, we Heart It. Um, heart written out. WeHeartIt.com, I think. Um, I, I noticed that some of the images, which I've never agreed with the images, that I've never been inspired to lose weight from um, skin skinny women. I'm not motivated in my eating disordered habits by um, images so much as um, um, so much as my personal issues. Uh, though, of course, it can affect. But anyway, wehearted.com. I'm sensing this is another aspect. It, it's a positive site. Look at it. Believe, feel, love, be, create, inspire. Pink button gray background, so it's gray and pink is the main colors, gray, white, and pink. Um, smiling, pretty girls, nightscapes, today is beautiful, life is too short to hate on people, um, Adele and um, Selena Gomez and uh, life is too short, eat dessert, and all these positive, happy images. It looks a lot like Tumblr in many ways, and it is, you can load onto it, and then the images will load to your Tumblr, and it looks like you can add friends and stuff because I, I was clicking, what's this all about? And it says, you, inspired, search, discover, love, find images that move you. And uh, it's all this positive pink stuff. Well, it turns out that uh, you don't see it on the front page, but a lot of images that are shared are actually that inspiration, pro-anorexia crap. That is on that site and fed into Tumblr. Tumblr is your main one right now that I can tell. I don't know. I tr I used to keep up with this stuff a lot better. Not just that, but social media culture anyway, because that's, but um, that's what I just found today. And I was like, well, that makes sense. They're, pe these kids are always going to find someplace else to go and try to make places for themselves and um, their groups of, you know, anyway, just that, what a lie. That kind of represents uh, the lie of it all, in my opinion. The positive on the outside and then inside is all this crap. So anyway, I found that today. Um, as for Tumblr, I went to it because I received an email two days ago that said it was my Tumblr's sixth birthday. I did not realize that I started my Tumblr six years ago. I haven't been using it. Um, it was one of the many sites that you, you notice it becomes, it's starting to be mentioned. I'm stuttering like crazy today. It um, gets mentioned. I, I usually check it out. I sign up. I've done that a lot. That's how I've signed up to most stuff, like Twitter and stuff. 
and um but I, I didn't really use it. Um, I maybe logged back into it at one point because somebody had uh, tumbled one of my photographs from my Flickr. So I checked it out and I retumbled it recently. But I just don't use Tumblr, even though it appeals to me. It does appeal to me. Um, but I share what I want to share through Twitter and my live journal. So I already feel that need filled. I, I don't really need all these sites. But, um, yeah, a few hold out. A few work out. A, a few suit me, you know. Twitter has really worked for me. I'm just starting to recently try to use it the way I used it when I started, um, which I found was a much better way. And with my live journal... I'm trying to post more, to write more, to share some things more. Um, but that's just me trying really hard to um, get back to that part of myself, that expression and sharing part that I've lost a lot of along the way. For instance, the past couple days, I wrote in my paper journal. This is a big deal because... Uh, I haven't been using it, and I've wanted to. It's one of those many things that I want to do, but I don't. But I wrote in it on the 29th and um, wrote down my stats, my BMI and my weight, all that, just to be really freaking honest with myself. And uh, I just kept writing, and it feels good. It feels really good to write. Um, where was I going with this post? Just some... Um, oh, the other thing about eating, being eating disordered in your 30s. If you're not totally committed to, um, let's say, fasting and being skinny or something, and you're more like in my realm where your weight goes up and down and um, emotionally you can go to extremes and mentally, and it's never you're never happy. I mean, 40 pounds ago I was not happy. I was fat, blah, 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 blah. And now I'm just wishing I was that weight again because that was not, not so bad. But I'm never going to be happy, probably. This is going to be a lifelong struggle, um, unless I have a breakthrough. But um, the thing was, uh, in your 20s, or when I was in my 20s, early 20s, mid-20s, there was, there was that community I could tap into. Whether for good or bad, there were people that were talking about it and could relate um, now in my mid thirties, it's just, it's very solitary. It's solitary. Anyway, you're always alone with this stuff, but there's no, it's not cool to, um, discuss your eating habits or your eating disorders and, and not, it's not cool. It's not cool. It was never cool, but it's, there's no community. There's a bunch of weight loss and, ha um, doing it healthy way or doing, other extreme exercises or whatever or various diets but there's that community it doesn't exist anymore when you're in your 30s you're, it's back to what I said at the beginning you're supposed to have had it figured out by now you're supposed to know what you're doing you're supposed to be at least appear to have it together because um, that seems to matter <laughs> and um it's just sort of, um, I'm just, I guess I felt it today where I'm like, I'm looking at this stuff, but I cannot relate to it. I don't want to lose weight to impress some boy at school or even to um, 
fashionably relate to some celebrity. Not that I ever did, but, you know, there's no, well, the times I was into it in my 20s, Girl Interrupted, okay? Um, that movie sort of suited the mindset. There was Girl Interrupted, there was reading Sylvia Plath and Anne Sexton, which I could still enjoy at any age, but in my 20s, it suited the drama of my relationships and the horribleness of <laughs> just everything. It just sort of suited the confessional style. It was like okay in your 20s to be the mad woman, and now in your 30s, I didn't think of it at the time. I did not think it was okay in my 20s. I didn't want to be that for any... I've never fit in, so it's not like I was doing it to fit in with anything. But it seems like it was more acceptable. And now in my 30s, even I'm saying, you know, where does this mindset I have or these tendencies fit? They don't fit. You know, it's stuff that I should have let go of long ago, and I should have gotten it together by now. But I don't, and there's no one to relate to. There's no one to really... You know, talking about eating, being eating disordered um, in your 30s, in your mid-30s. I mean, if I had had children, I would have definitely wanted to have it together by now. And I would have probably had a teen by now, or early teen. And I certainly wouldn't want her to have the same issues that I have. So I, I would hope that I wouldn't be this way. So is that the missing gap? for me like is it just because I don't think so I think I'm the way I am but what would have oh, I'm trying to figure this out on this post and I probably shouldn't maybe I'm close to something I, I have no idea maybe I'm just doing circles I'm frustrated about my weight I have to do stuff about it I'm trying my mind is flipping back to I guess a time era where I guess I didn't, I didn't feel like where I, I felt I had more time or I didn't even think about time. I don't think I thought about time. That's the point of it. When you're, you know, I, I didn't think about that far ahead and now I am that far ahead. Meanwhile, in my 40s, I'll be thinking, wow, in my 30s, I, I still had lots of time and I wasn't too old and... And in my 50s, I'll go, gee, my 30s and 40s, I, I didn't realize how good I had it. <laughs> I mean, I have enough clarity to see that. So it is frustrating to hear myself right now. So anyway, if you managed to listen to this, I apologize. Um, because uh, I really didn't have anything to impart that was any use. Unless you are a parent and you want to know what your secretive teen is up to. Um, that's a place to check out. Of course, you do realize if you come out about it to your kid, they're going to go somewhere else where you don't know. So my advice is just to monitor and maybe have some conversations about uh, body image and stuff. Best thing you can do if you're a parent, be kind to your kids and, and teach them how to love themselves. Encourage them to go after what they want before they realize that um, the world isn't going to let them have everything they want. But they should try. They'll have a better chance if they try.
if they have encouragement and if they feel loved and if they have some uh, sense of self-worth so yeah something that you're supposed to learn when you're young and can really benefit you in your 20s and then it's supposed to really blossom into your 30s I mean I'm getting to the point where radical acceptance just accepting myself as who I am is going to have to be key and vital to me being able to move forward in my life and to have a good life you know and in a life of meaning for myself if I'm to have anything like that I have to attain that mindset of accepting the way I am and not fighting so hard to try and change um, myself so drastically and immediately you know because it's impossible well I I just it would have been a lot easier if I didn't have to do all this work <laughs> now you know if I'd already had the skills and the self-esteem a long time ago that would have really really helped me out I don't have anything else to say. I'm still off of Facebook. I do not miss it. I have been told by an LJ friend who had me on there that I'm still in their list of friends, but I'm uh, I'm a box with no... You can't click on me. There's no photo and no me. But that's a little interesting. I wonder, after the two weeks of being deleted, will my will I disappear then off the Facebook? Like... I don't want my name listed in my friends list like that still. I mean, will I go away? I hope so. I don't... Facebook is interesting. I haven't logged in. I don't want to log in. And I don't miss it. And uh, I still hold out hope that the friends I've had that are on LJ will wander back in when they get tired of being scattered on the internet. Um, But maybe I just ought to... keep going and concentrate on me and not worry so much but um I guess I kind of hope that we'll um come back from our 140 character statuses and our Facebook likes and get more get return to a dialogue I'm noticing in a in a vlogging community that I can sense people trying some people trying to uh have conversations and share their lives um, with vlogs again um, more, more, you know, and the, um, but uh, will it, I don't know, is it just a phase? I kind of hope for a big uh, turnaround on the internet where people start returning to actual community, um, not for the reason I talked about in most of this post, but I mean like communities where friends and People are getting back to um, really connecting and not just um, updating their status. Uh, girl can hope. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I'll try to have it more together next post. We'll see what's going on then. I have some topics there in mind, but poetry is something I really wanted to talk about. I wanted to share some favorite poems by favorite authors. Um, I have some very favorite poets that I really love. Uh, that would be a post to do on, I'm thinking a crisp autumn night, you know, some some where the air's changed and it's cooler and, uh, I don't know, uh, 
it, it'd be nice. And I also wanted to talk about uh, social media fasting, the 72-hour media diet that I caught whiff on YouTube when I was looking at fasting. I saw some teens, um, uh, it was mostly teenagers, fasting from all their social media, including their Facebook and everything off of their phones and their internet. And it was interesting to see what it was like for them to go three days without using that, including Netflix. I mean, we're talking nothing. And uh, I thought that was really interesting. I I wonder if I should try that. I mean, yes, I've deleted Facebook, but I'm on so many other uh, sites, and I'm always checking my email. I mean, maybe I ought to consider that. Um, Okay, well, take care, and bye.